and action. Awesome. All right. Are you, let me know when you're ready to roll. We're rolling. Oh, we're rolling already. All right, cool. Thank you guys for coming to the Whole Life Church Film Projects. Uh, once again, I'm Stanley Pominowski, and I have a talk today. We're going to be moving into uh, log lines and how to pitch. And this is a church project, so I'd like to start officially with a little word of prayer, if you don't mind. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everything that you give us. Thank you for these people here and those that are listening later online. And please bless everyone that hears this. And please um, open our minds so that we can brainstorm and come up with a project that really glorifies you, Lord. We are so small and insignificant, but we just hope we can capture a piece of who you are, Lord. We love you. Amen. Awesome. All right. So um, this is the foundation of what the rest of this year is going to be about, because a script is your foundation of your project. Without a good script, it's very hard to make a good movie. There are a few cases where people said, oh, we wrote it as we went. Um, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, one of the greatest Star Wars movies, was rewritten on the fly as they were shooting it. And uh, Emperor's New Groove, I heard, never had a script, which I don't understand because that movie's hilarious and I don't get it, but sometimes it happens. Most cases, that those are like two out of the thousands of movies that have been made, and uh, two out of the thousands of good movies, and all of them always start with a script. So um, I will might skip this first one. Just uh, I always like to talk start out with uh, who does this guy think he is? Because why should you listen to me? And I'll just tell you this is a funny picture of myself. And those of you that are watching online, I'll try to post a PDF in the Discord group of this presentation, but. This is when I had my acting career. I, this is a photo from me as the awkward actor. Was one of the photos I had taken of myself. But who does this guy think he is? <clears throat> Just a guy with over 1.3 million views for his church. So that is something I've done in the past year with a few videos, uh, namely uh, before he speaks and. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be pastors, as well as the Abnus Alert app. Uh, parody video, the Avnis Alexa app parody video, and Avnis All Star trading cards. Those are my top few, and I will show you now uh, one of those videos. If you haven't seen this, we made this a few years ago for Whole Life Church's church retreat, then called Florida Hospital Church. So let's see if it plays, and let's see if I have sound. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I'm not sending audio. Sorry. Did you uh, enjoy that sermon last Sabbath? Yes, here. I sure did. Your meat lover's pizza, sir? That's not mine. No, I remember you specifically said, and I quote, give me as much pepperoni as humanly possible. <laughs> no, that's not true. Then you asked me if we could put bacon on a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> this could have been avoided. Adventist Alert app was created with human mind. Never get caught or judged by your peers again. Let's see what would have happened if John had installed the Adventist Alert app on his phone. How much bacon can you put on a pepperoni pizza? Wait, you know, second thought? Make mine vegan. Wait, do you have any flaxseed? <laughs> your kids will love it too. <laughs> 
I made that video a few years ago, had a lot of fun making it, uh, made a cameo in it, and I was a lot thinner then. When I look at it now, I'm like, whoa, time to get on some Weight Watchers. Um, so let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about where to start with a log line, how to brainstorm or how to jumpstart your brain, and creating the perfect brainstorm sandwich in order to avoid unnecessary work. Unfortunately, tonight, I didn't get a chance to eat dinner. so. This next picture makes me really hungry, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, it's a brainstorm sandwich. It's basically very simple. The idea is that you brainstorm, you do a log line, and then you're gonna brainstorm to fill out the rest of the story. Uh, you may be wondering, what is a log line? So a log line is that little sentence that you see at Rotten Tomatoes or you see at the listing of movies it's kind of the trailer, the text trailer of what the movie, and it's kind of the teaser trailer of what the movie is. And a lot of they, the good ones always have these five things in them. They are irony, conflict, a protagonist with room to grow, something that blossoms in your mind, and something that and usually doesn't give away the ending. So really four things and a fifth little, hey, don't give the, the ending away. Let's talk about each of those really quick. Irony, you guys know what irony is? It's not ironing, not keeping your clothes clean. It's uh, I irony. Yes, this is, we're full of jokes tonight. I need a laugh track added to this, Randy. No problem. All right, thanks. Uh, so, irony is when some of the unexpected happens. Is basically the simplest way I can put what irony is: the least expected thing or something unusual happens is what irony is. And this, this can happen, you may think, oh, that's only for comedy. It's totally not. It's for all genres. Conflict, something bad has to happen. Something has, there has to be something that's stopping someone else. And who's that someone else? A protagonist. And if you don't know who a protagonist is, that means the main character, the one that's pro, that's pushing the story forward. Protagoning, I don't know, that's not a word. I need the laugh track again. Protagonists with most room to grow is usually a good idea too, because when you juxtapose this person with the conflict, you want to say, well, man, that person really, that's an impossible task. It's kind of what you want to see of that protagonist with room to grow, those things just fighting with each other. And then a really good one always blossoms in your mind. Now, what that means is that when you hear the idea, you go, oh, yes, okay, I know exactly there's gonna be this type of scene or that type of scene or whoa, 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 there's all these questions I'm getting in my mind, questioning, questions I'm getting in my mind, what's gonna happen? And that's why you don't give away the ending. So let's look at a few of these. I, I did a couple of easy ones because it's a little bit of a game called Name That Movie. 
This first one is a wishful farm boy resigns to stay at home for another harvest until his family is murdered by soldiers and he gets embroiled in a plot to rescue a beautiful hostage from an evil government base. Anybody? The Patriot. Oh. No. So don't kick me out um, <laughs> because I'm going to say this, but I haven't, I've never seen any of them, but I believe this is Star Wars. You are correct, and you are kicked out for never seeing Star Wars. I'm sorry, um, but you are correct. It is Star Wars. So let's let's examine this really quick. So we've got uh, we definitely have um, farm boy that has to rescue a beautiful hostage in an evil government base. That is a total uh, situation of someone that is has a lot of room to grow. He's not a soldier. He's got to go up against a whole government. He's got to sneak into a base, and there is conflict. His family's murdered, and he has to rescue this beautiful princess. That's later his sister. Awkward. And so the uh, later revealed to be his sister. So we've got conflict. We've got some irony. When on earth is a farm boy ever asked to rescue a princess? Never. <laughs> so it is, uh, uh, you've got irony there. You've got, uh, he's, he's like, forget it. I'll stay home. But nope family's murdered, what on earth? There's, it's loaded with irony. The story just pulls you along. And now you're like, wait, how's a farm boy going to rescue a beautiful hostage? Is he going to bring a, a, you know, if you didn't know it was Star Wars, you'd say, what's he going to bring? His horse? You know what? Like, he's going to ride in there. He's, maybe he's going to go undercover, pretend to be, you know, someone in the base because, you know, he, he couldn't, can't just walk in. Maybe he's going to use a pitchfork. But then once you add sci-fi to it, you're like, some of those elements do happen. He does have to hide. He has to pretend to be a, a stormtrooper. So some of that stuff happens. All right, so that's one. Here we go. Here's another one. Name that movie. This one's a little more recent. A prince returns home after a war to take his place as king. However, when a lost relative reappears on the radar, his medal as king and as a hero is tested when he is drawn into a conflict that puts the entire fate of his country at risk. Modern movie. Anybody? I feel like Corbin's got it. No. No? I don't give, know. Give, give some hints. Hi. Okay. First of um, all, uh, what year? Who made it? Ooh, okay. So, it is set in an African country. Oh, um, oh. the Marvel one. Um, yeah, getting Black warmer. Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. Wakanda forever. So, it is, we've got the same thing. Uh, a prince who returns home from war, we're kind of feeling that he's maybe a, uh, a warrior, not a king, not a leader. And then a lost relative reappears, you know, his, and his medal is tested, drawn to a conflict, puts the entire fate of his country at risk. I pulled this straight from Rotten Tomatoes. This is how they wrote it. Was the Star Wars one an actual one too? Or what's that? Was the Star Wars one an actual one? That one I made up because it's hard to find. But that one I kind of modeled to make it, make it a little harder to guess. But, uh, but this one, I think I just repl uh, replaced, like, I didn't say Wakanda in it. Mm -hmm. But I basically kept it the same. My wife is calling me. Hold on. And sorry, I can't talk right now. There we go. <laughs> um, all right. So, yes, Black Panther. Let's see. Did I do another one? Okay. Whew. Yes, I did. Okay. A young man must prove his worth to his warrior father by killing a savage beast, but instead befriends the monster and changes his tribe forever. How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon. Very good. Excellent. Animation. My childhood. 
Very good. So yeah, I know. Great movie. Actually, I've never seen the third one. Um, and I only vaguely remember the second one. But let's talk about it again. Is there irony in this? What happens? Where's the irony? Anybody? What's that? Where he befriends the thing he's going after. That's right. Befriends a monster that he's supposed to kill. That's irony right there. Who would expect you to go to kill something and instead you become besties? And there is there a character with room to grow? character who must prove his worth to his warrior father and you see you feel that conflict just butting into each other of I've got to prove my worth oops uh, instead of killing I've made friends <laughs> you know like lots of conflict and uh, here we go let's keep going here all right so we're talking about these again irony conflict protagonist with room to grow blossoms your mind doesn't give away the ending now some of these hint at the ending I went back because it changes his tribe forever. Even the um, Black Panther one puts the entire fate of his country at risk. It doesn't tell you the ending ending. You're, you, most of the time you can assume the hero is going to win, but uh, it, it hints at the, winning, the ending. So it like teases <clears throat> what the rest of the conflict is going to be about. So let me go forward again here. Let's see what else we got. So before he speaks, I don't know if I have this whole... My wife felt yeah, I, I guess I do have it on here. Recently, my wife and I went to a restaurant as we sat down at our table. It's like I talked about last this, week. This, I think, has closer to half a mil of views now. This. My wife noticed that just beside us there was a person that she had worked with for years. I'm sorry, Jamie. My wife, 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 my wife. So I won't show you this whole video, but basically this is about pastors' wives getting revenge. And so we're going to turn this into uh, a log line. I'll show just a little bit here. Okay, so. What, what song is that? It's uh, Before He Cheats is the original song. By but, uh, Carrie Underwood, is that her name? Okay. Yes. Um, so it was Before He Speaks. So let's talk about the log line for that. Fed up with being used as a sermon illustration, three frustrated pastor's wives set out to get innocent revenge on their husbands. So, you know, um, pastor's wives getting revenge. That's some of the irony. You got. Um, even the innocent revenge is part of like the conflict within there. But it's a concept that hooked a lot of people. It's probably an issue a lot of people could relate to of saying, you know, you've always heard either pastor's kids or pastor's wives in stories all the time. So it, it's something that really caught people online and went pretty far. <laughs> Woo! Let's talk about rookie mistakes. That was scary. I 
I always forget that's coming. Um, so let's let's talk about uh, logline rookie mistakes. So here's what I see a lot of. They're either vague, boring, or complicated. I'm going to give you an example. Vague, not creating a clear, succinct logline. So someone will come to me with a pitch, and they're like, "Okay, so it's about a guy, and um, he wakes up in the morning, and then um, you know he's walking to work, and then." Um, you know, but he works at this place uh, that has a lot of people in it. And then um, while he's there working at the place, he's, um, yeah, um, and it's really good. And there's this person that he's with. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, like, what is your story about, man? What is it about? What is the, what's the, can we reduce it down to that one or two sentences? It's about a guy that what? What does that guy do? And people start I always see people just start getting into a scene or they start getting into the whole plot and it's like, no, too long, too long. You must reduce it down to one or two sentences, maybe three, maybe, but one is the best if you can. And then boring, not including conflict. So, well, I'll give you an example of a boring one was um, a guy goes to the grocery store to get milk. That's it. Boring, <laughs> because there's zero conflict. If it turned into man goes to the grocery store to get milk and uh, stops a robbery, boom, suddenly there's some conflict. Mm -hmm. Now if we added a little bit more to that conflict of man with a uh, missing arm, recent amputee, goes to get milk and has to thwart a robbery. Now we're talking. Now we got ourselves a movie because, yes. What's that? Andy's lactose intolerant. Andy's lactose intolerant. <laughs> That's the name of the movie, actually. Uh, <laughs> Stanley, Stanley just pulled that amputee from a talk we had this morning with someone in our podcast studio. Good job. Did we? <laughs> About amputee? I don't remember an amputee in that <laughs> this no, morning. No. That was the, Subconscious. That, what was, that was the rewrite. Was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's probably what it was yeah, for my I subconscious. Like I like it. Um, so, Always working. So, <laughs> right, right. So, you must include conflict. You have no idea how many people pitch me an idea where I'm like, what goes wrong in your story? What's, what's the, what are they fighting against? What's the force? What's the force stopping them from moving forward? And then complicated is sometimes related to vague, but not being able to reduce it to one sentence. Um, and so, you know, where if you were to try to t summarize all of Star Wars into one, it might be like, there's a guy and he's fighting this. Uh, oh, by the way, the princess is his sister. And blah, 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 you know, and you're like, what, what, what? Like, what's it? What's what's the main part about? Don't tell me the B plot, the C plot, the D plot. Summarize, summarize, summarize into and fight. You know, fight to get it into that succinct one or two sentences because you, you're going to lose people, uh, and um, you are not going to be able to keep people interested. And in a pitch battle. You will lose if you have these three things going on because you and you don't want to lose in a pitch battle. You want to win, right? Everybody wants to win. You want you want to have the clearest, most succinct idea. Once you tell them the log line, if it blossoms in their mind, then they say, oh, what else can you tell me about it? What else? Whoa, wait, wait, wait. What kind of character is this? Who's who's the antagonist? Who's the supporting character? Then you can start telling, filling in details of people, but you've got to be able to reduce it to a single idea. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a pure, I'm not some genius. This is uh, a lot of this is based on the book Save the Cat, 
I've kind of summarized a lot of what he talks about in the book Save the Cat. And it is, um, I don't know if he goes into these three, but it's been a while since I've read it. But he talks about being a slave to the logline. When you go through your writing process, you gotta keep referring back to what was the hook? Uh, the, uh, the hook, if you're not familiar, is the thing that really just draws people in. Literally the hook, if you imagine yourself fishing. The thing that snags them in the lip and you yank them in with it, of just like, I've gotta see that because of that awesome hook, because I need to know what happens. So let's see what else I've got here. I don't remember much beyond this point. So let's talk about how to, how to work on creating a log line. There's four rules for effective brainstorming. This is critical for the rest of our time here. Number one, suspend criticism. This is not a place to make someone feel bad. This is, you can, that doesn't mean you can't say, well, that idea, but actually in a way, just save it for later because this is where everything needs to, everyone needs to feel free to just say whatever comes to their mind. No matter what, say it. Also, along those lines, welcome the crazies. If something sounds crazy, let it, let it simmer in your mind. Let it sit there, let it stew, let it brew. All those other words, I don't know. But the, uh, let, it, let it keep going in your mind. Welcome the crazy ideas, just say yes, okay. And then when it's at the beginning, quantity versus quality. What happens a lot of times is people go, I need a good idea, I need a good idea. And they're hitting their heads against the wall, they're pacing, and they feel like they have something called writer's block. Because they're like, I need a good idea. And they think a good idea just hits them like lightning out of nowhere. False. What you need is quantity of ideas. Force yourself to just keep thinking, what else, what else, what else? And that's why you go back to suspending criticism of yourself because you don't want to stop yourself from being creative. You don't want to stop yourself from just accepting everything that you say. Of just like, okay, okay, yes, yes, write it down, write it down. You don't, you don't want to stop yourself from welcoming the crazies. Because quantity, quantity, quantity. So a few years ago, my friend and I started joining commercial contests where companies will say, hey, we'll pay you, we'll give a prize of a few thousand dollars to whoever makes the best commercial. And my friend and I have won, we ended up total winning about 15,000 bucks over these contests. One time we won 11,000 in one contest. And then for, we just kept getting busy, so we stopped doing them because we were just getting guaranteed money. But the first, I think we won first and third, and it was 8,000 and 3,000 for first and third uh, place. So it was, and it was mayonnaise, <laughs> mayonnaise commercial for Hellman's. And what we did beforehand was two things. We read their brief very thoroughly. And one of the ideas was we literally just shot the idea that they presented. We want something like this. And we literally did that. And then the other one was um, we went and we used Trello, which is a free app. That's basically a, a note card app. You can do it with actual paper. It's easy to do it uh, in the virtual space because it's harder to lose them because you can just log back in and they're there. And we forced ourselves to come up with over 20 ideas. And that may not sound like a lot, me just saying the number. Uh, Corbin, would you mind closing that door just so that we don't hear the music in case it, it's leaking in? But the, uh, 
um, we forced ourselves to go all the way to 20 and it was painful. And we would be like, oh, idea three, that's the one. We don't need to keep going. And we'd be like, no, keep going, keep going. Because idea three was good, but it was really close to something we'd already seen before. And we would keep digging, digging, putting the shovel in, digging and digging. And we would get ourselves, we'd be just killing each other at, by like 15. We were like, ah, ah, you know, just like, I can't think of anymore. I can't do it. And just, just, you know, wanting to quit. And we would often find the best, weirdest, craziest, but still effective ideas towards the end there. And sometimes we would just start fudging on the last few. We'd just be like, ah, forget it. You know, just like, terrible idea. You know, of like, oh, you know, then everyone blows up. Ah, you know, just, just to write it down, just to get it out. Um, this also reminds me of a quote by, uh, man, I cannot remember his name. Chuck Jones, I think is his name. Sorry if I'm wrong, but he is the creator of Bugs Bunny and all the Warner, Bro uh, Warner Bros. cartoons. And I will also mangle this. I'm just going to paraphrase it. But he said, inside every artist is a million bad drawings. And the sooner you get through it, the better. Always be drawing. Just draw, draw, draw. Same thing with writing. Get through your bad ideas. Get them out. Just get rid of them. All right, so let's move on. So there's great ways to do this. Um, if you feel stuck, I like to do mind maps. So sometimes a mind map is those things with the bubbles that they might have taught you in English class that you hated back then. Maybe you're still going through them. <laughs> yeah. You start with a bubble. And I sometimes just start with bad, <laughs> like bad idea. And I just start doing bad idea bubbles out from that one where I say, bad ideas, let's get them out. And I'm like, Hitler shows up. That's a bad idea. And then, you know, like, all these things, all these terrible, the worst ideas I can think of. You know what happens? Some of those bad ideas are so bad that they're good. And so something really good <laughs> oftentimes comes out of those bad ideas or you go, oh, wait, wait, wait. But if I switch this, this would be so good. Oh, I think I missed something on the last slide. I'm sorry. Yes, and. This is something I learned from improv. I'm sorry. This is number four on the previous slide if you're looking at the PDF. Yes and is something I learned from when I did improv in college. No matter what someone hands you in an improv, um, uh, improv comedy is like whose line is it anyway? Mm -hmm. And let's imagine, I'm gonna narrate out loud, loud for those that are listening. Imagine someone, you walk up to another character and you hold your hand out with your two hands cupped together and you say, here you go. Now if the person receiving that item then suddenly acts like it's heavy, that might be what's known as a block because you're not accepting it the way that they gave it to you. If you were more like, oh, a puppy, or like, oh, a kitten, or something, oh, something soft, the way that they handed it to you, that's a yes and. You took something, they, they, gave, you a, a, they gave you a blank check, so to speak, of like, here's something. It's about this size and it fits in my hands. And you, this person said, yes, and it's a kitten. And so, they didn't say slap and slap the hand, slap it out of their hands or say, no, I don't want that because that is known as a block. Improv is always about building and building and building. And guess what? So is brainstorming. All right, here we go. Back to the next slide. Sorry about that. Mind maps, those bubbles, do the little, uh, go with the, uh, the things there. I'm kind of talking about it here, good ideas and bad ideas. And it's awesome. It actually frees up my mind and it's really fun to just come up with bad ideas. It's maybe the most fun. 
And then keep the structure of the log line in mind when you're coming up with those ideas. Does this have conflict? Is there irony? Is there characters room to grow? Think about those things. Or like, sometimes I come up with an idea and I go, hmm, who's the best character for this? Like, if it, you know, I go into the milk store and they get robbed, who's the character with the most room to grow? A blind person, someone with that's an amputee. You know, um, those are the types of things that really, uh, or um, even someone that's like a soldier suffering from PTSD might be like someone with a lot of room to grow. They've got to get over their PTSDs to save more lives again. So keeping that structure in mind is what will help. Here we go. <clears throat> so this week, when you're thinking of ideas and you're trying to brainstorm, trying to win this log line pitch battle, you might feel like, oh, my storm has turned into a blizzard. Pun intended, sorry. And you get a block. <laughs> so <laughs> here's some things you can do. I like to just start watching things. And that helps sometimes. A lot of times your brain is actually started with ideas. And you go back to what inspired you in the first place. What's something I love to watch? Maybe it's Star Wars. Maybe it's uh, Marvel films. Maybe it's Shakespeare. Whatever you want. Then also, sometimes I come up with opposites. I look at the log lines I've written, and I try to think of what's, what's the upside down version of this? What if this was told from the antagonist's point of view? And it's always good to bounce your ideas off a friend or a pet. I won't be your pet, but I'll be your friend. I'm happy, happy to bounce ideas off with you guys. And then there's uh, often a game called First Line, Last Line. I don't remember what snake oil is. I wrote this a long time ago. First line, last line was actually how I ended up writing my senior project. Um, because someone wrote the last line of the movie is, a man falls off a building saying, oh, fiddlesticks, was the last line. And I had to think of, what's the beginning of this movie? And what I wrote was, a man with a fear of everything slowly gets hypnotized to confront his fears, including the fear of heights. And so the idea being that, He's, no, he's not afraid as he falls to his death, was like first line, last line, was what I came up with. And I ended up writing a whole 90-page script about a guy that um, gets hypnotized to conquer his fears and becomes really casual about, and becomes a man without fear, um, was what I wrote for my senior project. So sometimes games like that really help. You use that restroom? Okay, cool. All right, and then when you can't decide, we're getting to the granular part here, but you could do idea one versus idea two. What's a better idea? Which is more doable? Sometimes what happens is kind of like how we'll maybe decide when we get into pitching with each other or some of these ideas, which idea aligns best with the message objective, which is uh, a marketing term, but in our case, our message objective is we need to have something that doesn't go against the church's mission or um, vision here. And then there's combining idea one and two. Sometimes it's like, wait, your idea and your idea. If we, if we took an element of that, like your idea is about experimental space ray, and yours is about a guy robbing a milk store. Wait a minute, you know, like let's combine those two. Guy that, a scientist experimenting with a, his own ray has to thwart a robbery at a milk store. Here we go, you know, now we got it. And so <laughs> something like that might happen. And then uh, a lot of times you just start cutting ideas too. And that's why you come up with 20. Because sometimes some good stuff happens. Oh man, 
Okay, it scared me again. All right, here we go. Luckily, I was behind the TV. All right, so what happens when you're brainstorming? A lot of times, not going far enough. Don't just, don't, don't stop at three. You gotta keep digging. Uh, sometimes people will not be limber with their idea, especially in a group. They'll come uh, with an idea already so locked in their mind, this idea is perfect. And then you guys came in and you started adding stuff to it. And it's wrong. It's not right to add to my, my brilliant idea. How dare you change the protagonist? You know, that's what happens a lot. We'll see that here. It's okay. We'll get through it. And then a lot of time, oh, is he stuck? Sorry. We'll pause here while we get the door open. And a lot of times what happens too is people don't drill deep enough. So creating layers or variations to your ideas. What I mean there is a lot of times people go with something that's pretty obvious or something that we've seen a million and one times before. Though that's not always a wrong thing to do because everything has been done before in a way. So not staying within the boundaries of the intended purpose also happens a lot. Uh, this happens a lot with um, where an idea will kind of grow beyond like, like a church idea is what happens. Or in a case of when I was doing commercials, we would do something, like we did one for Zest that really felt more like it was a commercial for eating chocolate when I look at it now. Because it was like about relaxing and the chocolate was more featured than the soap. Let's be honest with ourselves, why it didn't work. That one we didn't win any money on. Sometimes we lost, all the way lost. So. Um, you got to remember, wait a minute, I'm here to sell soap, not here to sell chocolate. And so, or not here to sell a girl's night out, or a girl's night in actually was what it was about. It was like, we showed someone uh, watching romantic movies that they wouldn't watch with their husband, finding their secret stash of chocolate, and then taking a nice zesty bath. And it was really, the chocolate was just too featured. Because she even had chocolate while she was in the tub. We're like, no, this is not chocolate. What have we done? This is not a chocolate commercial. <clears throat> All right, so this is the review of this presentation. We're going to spend more time now trying to actually come up with ideas. I'm thirsty. I probably need some water. I've talked too much. So let's review. Understand the structure of a log line. Who can tell me how a log line works? What are some things in the log line? Irony. Yes. Conflict. Oh, sorry. All right. Um, he already said irony and conflict. There's well, two more. Way. Yeah. What's that? Uh, not too complicated. Not too complicated. Okay, that's part of it. Room to grow. Your Character with room to grow. Excellent. It doesn't give away the ending. Do I remember? Was there five or there's four? Five. Yeah, there's five. Irony. Four oh, blossoms. blossoms in your mind. Blossoms in your mind. Yes. All right. Let's talk about how to jumpstart your brain in the creative process. You can watch stuff read stuff, go outside, do opposites, play a game, talk to a friend, anything but write. Isn't that weird? <laughs> so, anything but actually start writing, which is fun because you've, you feel like you're, pro you're procrastinating, but you're actually kind of loosening up your brain. And then creating the perfect brain hurricane sandwich in order to avoid unnecessary work. So you do all of that pre-pitching, you make sure you stay within the boundaries, you're good to go. The other half of this presentation is about story structure, and that is what I'll be talking about next week when you're actually, now that you've pitched this great idea, how do you actually write it is what we're gonna talk about next time. So, let me sit back down. Let's practice brainstorming right now. 
You guys have pens? Anybody ready to write down in their own notebook? Well, I have a pen. I have extras if anyone needs them. You have extras? I do. Oh, I have one pen. I only have one. Anyone else need a pen? Oh, you guys got it. Sweet. Okay. So, let's talk about, let me give you guys some prompts. What is something, let's just list, I want you guys to list like a few things. What is a superpower you wish you've had? And think of real world examples where you said to yourself, I wish I could blank right now. And just write those down. Let's spend a couple minutes while I go get a drink of water. <clears throat> and I'll be right back. Someone will have to let me in. Just raise your hand when you're at like five. We don't have time to make you do 20. But if I did, you'd know you'd come up with some pretty wonky, pretty out there powers if I forced you to do it. Everybody at five? Struggling with that fifth one? <laughs> I guess in the podcast you can edit this out, Randy. I don't know. Keep the pause in. Let people write at their own speed. If you're listening, go ahead and write them out. Write them out. Write them out. Get to five. Put them on Discord. <laughs> Put them on Discord. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. Why not? Go ahead. Put it in the screenwriting tab. All right. Rob looks like he's done. Corbin, you done? Yeah. You have five? I got five. Alexi, yeah, four? Yeah. 
All right, just don't, yes and, write it down. Bring in the crazy. All right, got it, no? Now the pressure's on. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm actually glad that there's not as many people here tonight. Excellent. What we're going to do now is uh, I can start, and if anyone has the same powers written down, we cross it out. We're going to go unusual. We're going to go going to look for an idea that no one's done before and we're going to do it as a group this may not be the film we make but this is going to just we're just going to find some magic tonight all right the first one i wrote down invisibility anybody yep. all right cross it out um ability to control electronics with my mind this is born out of laziness i don't want to get up turn off the light anybody else good? ability to control electronics with your mind no? Okay. All right. Flying. Okay. Yep. Super strength. Yep. Ah, shoot. And ability to be fast. Like the flash. Super fast. Anybody? No one else did fast? Nope. Okay. All right. Alexi, what did you got that we haven't crossed out yet? Uh, it's just debatable. Time travel. Time travel? Ooh, okay. Okay. I almost did that. Oh, you had time travel too? I did too. Ah, shoot. Cross it out. Okay. Do I too? What's that? Do I cross it out as well? Which one? The, my, the one that I just said. Yeah, the time travel one. Is that the only original, or no, you got more? No, I have one. Photo memory, like photographic memory. memory. Okay, photographic memory. Like Anybody that, else? Kind of a more realistic one. Okay, cool. Um, teleporting. Teleporting, Ooh, that's a good one. Nobody else? Okay. Speed reading. Speed reading, man, okay. You had a lot of unusual powers. I tried to actually get ones that I thought you guys would have, <laughs> so I kind of cheated. And, oh wait, we said invisibility, okay, yeah. Never mind, that's all for me. Okay, cool, all right, Rob, what you got left? <clears throat> Mind reading. Mm, okay. Yep. Ah, cross it out. Uh, supervision slash hearing. Okay. Anybody else? No? Okay. Um, actually, I did six, so. Cool. What the other one? Okay. Yeah. No, I think we got this one, is um, being able to play piano by ear at a okay. level that uh, I'll know when I, when I get there, when I hear it. Yeah, yeah, like the master level. Exactly. Just being like, oh, is this how you do it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. I, I'm assuming no one else had that. No? Okay, all right, Corbin, what you got? Jump super high. Super jump. Okay. Super jump. Yeah. And see through walls. See through walls. Okay. That Interesting. X-ray vision. After. Yeah. Maybe like heat sensing. I don't know. I'm just. It's blossoming in my mind. All right. That you got any more? No. Okay. All right, Randy. You got any left? Uh, last I had uh, see into the future was kind of the same. Mm -hmm. See through walls, I guess. All right. Did someone say psychic or no? Okay. But maybe a little bit psychic, see into the future. No one said it, so. so okay, and uh, to replicate or duplicate myself. Ooh, duplicate. Oh, that's good. Okay, so let's try to pick one of those. Do any of those 
really just stand out to you and you said, ooh, I feel a story from that? Anything? I feel like I need a whiteboard. There might be too many whiteboard. that we came up with. Whiteboard's over there. Do I have a marker for it? Probably not. Wish I was at my office. In the closet? Just kidding. <laughs> this, this one might. You want to look in there for me, Randy? Okay, so let me write it down. So I'll tell you the ones. Write down really quick before you forget one on your notebook that of someone else's that stood out to you. Okay. The one that stood out to me was uh, one that stood out to me was uh, Randy's uh, self-replicating. Took mine. That's one. Okay. That's the one I said too. Okay. All right. So we're on to something. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're not going to cross it out. What about you, Alexi? Uh, see, see through walls. Like see through. That one was good too. Okay. All right. Awesome. Randy, someone else's that really stood out to you that you can remember? Uh, actually, the I was thinking of it. Uh, what came to my mind when Corbin said jumping really high? Super jump. Was kind of like the Hulk. That and I thought that was. The, but you know, when he kind of goes down and then and jumps. Um, I thought that was kind okay. of a good idea. Okay. So super we. Jumps came to my mind. Super jump and X-ray. Okay. Let's try to vote on these last three then that we've narrowed it down to of replicating yourself, super jump, or x ray vision. Of those three, where do you feel that story? Where do you feel that there's a story in this one? I vote for replicate. Replicate? Okay. <clears throat> Obviously, replicating was the best idea. <laughs> okay, you're allowed to vote for your own. It's okay, Randy. All right. These two. I don't know. It depends on what kind of story I go for. Okay. Yeah. X-ray would be a different story than copy. Which one feels like is the juiciest? Let me put it that way. Which one's got the most juice to squeeze out of it? X-ray. What's what? X-ray maybe. X-ray vision. Okay. Yeah. Alexi? Replication. Replication. Okay, well, good. I don't have to be a tiebreaker. So replicate. All right, so let's still with replicate. Let's go back to our rules again. I'm going to go ahead and go to that slide. Um, and go to what there needs to be in a story. All right, so let's talk about we have like kind of the hook. Someone that replicates themselves or has the ability to replicate themselves. What's the conflict? Why would you need this power? Why would you need it? Maybe it's something pedestrian. Maybe it's something super. Why would you need this power? Go ahead, Rob. Can I throw in another angle for conflict? Sure. Okay. So when you replicate, person A doesn't know what person B did mm -hmm. or said or okay. whatever. So. Yeah, sure. Okay, so there's complications. So that's the idea starting to blossom in your mind. I like it. Of like, ooh, what are the curves? Who's the real one? What's that? Who's the real one? Ooh. Who's the real one? More conflict that we can see. So maybe the conflict isn't necessarily supers. Maybe it's the result. Because I, I was going at I like it. I enjoy this. I was going at it from the angle of why would you need it. You guys are saying you wouldn't want it. <laughs> because it sounds like there's complications. So because uh, I'm a culporter, and I need to sell more books and bring more souls to Jesus. So I'm a culporter. <laughs> I need to replicate myself, but it all goes horribly wrong. 
because the other cult orders, uh -huh. I can replicate myself, but my moral code doesn't go with it. Mm -hmm. It just mm -hmm. makes a shell. Again, that's a problem. But I didn't so know it's that like, before I did it. So now I have all these morally bankrupt replications. Who's the real one? And also uh, new memories created. <laughs> There's no psychic link between the replicants. Right. So can the replicants, you think that, uh, let's like make the rules of this power, can they turn back into one person or no? Once you replicate, that's it. That, that body's, that body's uh, its own thing and it can replicate too. How did you replicate and can it be reversed? And those that, are that those could are be the, that yeah. Could be the end game is fighting for reversal once you figure out that yeah. But you can't give it away. But can it be reversed? Can it be reversed? Before it's too late. So I'm gonna also throw out there because I'm gonna go refer to things I've seen before. Uh, Multiplicity was a movie where a guy Michael Keaton Michael Keaton is in, and he was he was like, I don't have enough time to be at work and at home. So he cloned himself. And then that clone felt like he didn't have enough time, so he cloned himself. And then it was a copy of a copy, wasn't as sharp as the original. And then, so basically, each of those clones started to have a different personality. Um, there's Me some, and myself. No, no. what's that? Uh, living with myself. <laughs> living with myself, with, uh, oh, um, oh what, is, what is the actor's name? All Rudd, yeah. All Rudd, I actually really, fun series where he, uh, with a really great cameo from Tom Brady um, in it, where um, basically a guy clones himself for kind of the same reasons as multiplicity, but they concentrate all the good into one clone and they're supposed to kill the original and he, does, is, he survives the procedure to discover someone that's way better than himself is now living his life. And, um, and uh, he sees Tom Brady and at that time, uh, it was before he won with Tampa, I think, and it was, he's like, you've done this, Tom Brady? And he's like, holds up his hand with his rings, and he's like, six times. <laughs> and so, <laughs> each time he did it, he won the Super Bowl. So, um, funny, what's it called again? Living with myself? Yeah, living with myself. Yeah. Living myself. So that's some, a scenario with him replicating. Uh, can you think of, um, let me go back to my original question, why else would you need to copy yourself? Or what would, or maybe I'll ask a different question. What, what would you do with that power, if you could copy yourself? Multiple things at once. Escape prison while I was robbing a bank. <laughs> okay, so you would immediately go to crime. I got it. Okay, <laughs> watch out for Randy. All right. <laughs> Be a work and vacation at the same time. Ooh, there you go. <clears throat> Say it again. Be at work and vacation at the same time. We're gonna make it, but one of you is still working. Yeah, one of you still has a terrible life. That's the clone. Or is it? Or is it? Um, oh, another movie. Oh, I don't want to spoil this movie for you guys. I will not slug talk line. about it. What's that? Slug line. What's that? The slug line. Do that. The slug line for that is uh, two magicians battling each other to one up each other until it gets to the point of murder is what okay. the log line is for that, that movie. Um, and I don't want to spoil part of it and already telling, just telling you that there's duplication in it. What's, what's it spoils. called? Movie is called The Prestige is what that movie is called. 
and um, <coughs> the uh, two, yeah, two rival magicians will do anything to one up the other, all the way to the point of murder. So <laughs> it's uh, um, set in the 1800s ish or no turn of the century because I think Tesla is a character in it. Anyway, great movie, recommend it. Um, okay, so. Does anyone starting to feel any of it gelling in their mind? Anybody ready to try to give us a, a or maybe let me ask the question of who's someone who has the most room to grow that has this power and either like we've talked about, it's a curse. Um, who's someone that has the most room to grow with it being a curse? Who has someone the most room to grow with it being a blessing? Is it someone, someone that's busy, I think probably, right? I'd like to add a couple more things that probably sure. that would make it easier for us to. Um, so, so let's say if we said that um, that we we asked who the real person was. So let's say I mean if we establish that yes, the real one does exist. A and and B that um, part of the conflict is is that you know <coughs> excuse me maybe he wished for you know one duplicate and then. There were several others, and we tried to figure out how to, like, you know, bring them back in or control them and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, that could be a question mm -hmm. as far as. Uh, so, <clears throat> so, if I were to logline that, it would be a man that discovers the ability to duplicate himself, struggles against figuring out <coughs> if he's even the real one, <laughs> you know, or something like that might be a way to logline it up. And it seems and it's like, like there's a, the, the, the cliche of be careful what you wish for. Right. Oh, no. Thrown there somewhere, well, so. there is a whole <clears throat> there's a whole genre that's basically based around be careful what you wish for. And it is always about um, save the cat refers to it as genie in the bottle or genie out of the bottle. I'm sorry, because uh, basically Aladdin is the perfect example because it's like, oh, I have all these wishes. But then there's all these complications from the wishes that I made. Um, Isn't that like every rom-com in history? It's a lot of them. Be careful, or you, or, or um, almost every Jim Carrey movie. Uh, liar, liar. Uh, you know, it's not his wish, but it's his son's wish of, I wish my dad couldn't lie. And at first it's funny, but then it's, oh no, what have I done? You know, I've ruined my dad's career. Um, and then there's the mask. I wish I could be confident and popular. But then, oh, now he's turned into this crazy green-faced guy. <laughs> but um, so anyway, it's a lot. Be careful what you wish for is a lot. Uh, there's a lot of movies that are out there that are like that. Oh, sorry, I'm touching my mic. Um, sorry. <laughs> and uh, so let's think there about <clears throat> anybody else that can start to log line it up for me. Let's get into more of like. Maybe I can give you guys like a minute or two because we are running out of time today. I'm happy to go over. I love doing this. But um, let's take like three minutes where you guys try to turn it into a log line in your notebook. We're doing. I just wrote something down. Something, something completely. Like, a little bit louder for me. I'm sorry. Uh, what, what, what are we doing? I was writing something oh, down. Oh, sorry. Well, you're already. You might already be doing it, but uh, let's take three minutes to try to turn 
are duplicating man or woman into a log line that's uh, we try to get in some of at least some of those things in there remember conflict has to have conflict <laughs> irony is great I'm not expecting masterpieces, don't worry. Also, this may be your first time writing a log line, and that's okay. Uh, make a contact with me when you're ready. Well, I mean, ready. Well, you've <laughs> you've finished your sentence or two. <laughs> Even if it stinks. We'll have to. Maybe we can add music here, Randy. Elevator music. Elevator, yeah, music. A little smooth jazz. <clears throat> ready? Ready? More, yeah. more or less. Okay. You guys want me to go first or last? Last. Okay. Last. Okay. Let's go opposite direction then. Randy. All right. Man solves problem of spreading himself too thin to be an effective salesman, only to find that he's literally lost himself, as there are suddenly more of him than he or anyone else can handle. Nice. So, who's your uh, character with room to grow? Salesman. Maybe there's. Uh, Maybe he finds himself annoying is the feeling I'm getting from, uh, <laughs> it's like, man, you are so annoying. Like, well, I'm you. I got it. Cool. I like it. I, I feel that one. All right. Corbin? A terminally ill child copies himself to live his life before he dies. 
Or wow. may die. Do the copies have, oh, I like it. Do the copies have a sickness too. Yeah. And it's like, he keeps replicating himself only to extend that copies by a year or something <laughs> like got, that. I got a couple more. You have more? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, one, one for right now. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, Rob. Minus two vein. Uh oh. Uh oh. A short-sighted man wishes that there could be more that more than one of them could exist simultaneously. When somehow his wish is granted, this part I, I didn't finish. Basics, you know, hijinks ensue, or it gets out of hand, or whatever. Um, the bad end of that sentence is that that sounds mysterious. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah. So that one does need a direct conflict of what <laughs> what happens in that one. Okay. But that's okay. This is our first time writing these out. All right, Alexi. Yeah, I, I realize that's the same. Oh, okay. Kind of issue, but there is a conflict, but you got to see it. I guess I don't know. Okay. Um, an aspiring lawyer finds a hidden superpower and gains a new group of acquaintance, acquaintances to join him in the world of, I could say, unbeatable crime. Oh, okay, super villains. Yeah, I, I went off your idea of like crying, crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, nice. So he becomes a criminal or he meet, um, he tries to stop crime? He, like, his, clone, his clones, his new acquaintances. Oh, oh, okay. They go together to crime. <laughs> okay, so it's like, no, my copies are criminals. Got it, okay. Uh, what I wrote was uh, a rookie cop, an experiment gone wrong, gains the ability to instantly replicate himself but a piece of his soul always goes with the copy. So uh, rookie cop who's joined, um, in my mind I'm thinking he's got, he joined because he wants to do good in the world, but yet he's slowly losing his soul, is what. Wow, those, were, those were five very different. Yeah. Uh, total uh, directions, I love it. Yeah, and that's a great observation because that's what you're gonna get. That's that's why I really enjoy this is this team of people, the writer's room, we all, we all narrowed it down to someone that replicates himself, yet we came up with five very different ideas than the five of us here. Um, so what I want you to do is do this on your own and get ready to pitch some ideas. Now let me ask you a question actually. I was thinking to myself, do they, do they feel ready to pitch? by next time we get together. Let me just ask you, those of you that are here, do you feel ready to pitch now that you have this knowledge of how to write a log line? Or do you, do you feel like, I wanna know how to structure the whole story before I pitch? Because that's what the next session's We're about. Just pitching our idea. Just pitching an idea. And that's where yeah, a log line, line works. Right. We're not actually writing it out. Yeah, that's the point of the log line, so. Yeah. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. You think you can do it? Awesome. Ideas. Okay. Rob, you look unsure. I actually thought we were to do ideas already, so I, I have. Sweet. So, okay, well, good. We'll save them, or if you want to talk after we end the <clears throat> recording, we can. I'm happy to stay by. Um, but, um, so, yes. So I guess, um, what, what, do you, what are you expecting in the pitch? So, how we started with superpowers, I'd just like to start you with, church values. Loving people in a lifelong friendship with Christ is our main, I can't remember if it's mission or vision. Ah. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's, Ken. Sorry, Ken, if you're listening. Sorry. I don't know, it, I don't have it memorized. <laughs> ah. But, um, it's and it's, yeah, <laughs> deactivated. Um, 
So that's kind of your first tidbit of like, how would you love someone into a lifelong friendship with Christ? It doesn't have to be that. That's just something I'm gonna give you to kind of push you into thinking. Um, do your mind map, do that circle. How could I, how would I drive someone away from church? Might be a great way to start <laughs> with, um, with bad ideas. How would I drive someone away? And sometimes you might say, whoa, 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 okay. Maybe there's, maybe now I have an antagonist or that's someone with a lot of room to grow, like Saul, uh, who became Paul, was someone literally driving people away. And he has a great story. Until he, uh, he was driving them away until Christ himself came and said, So we're pitching, hey, so. We're pitching an idea via log line. Yes, log line. Off of church values. Your log line will not survive if it doesn't have the five things. If it doesn't have irony, if it doesn't have conflict, if it doesn't have a protagonist who's room to grow, if it doesn't trigger my mind to think about other things or blossom, and if you try to give away the ending too hard, then it will not survive, is what I'll tell you right now. There will be someone else who will do those five things, and that idea will kick that the other bad ideas, but. <laughs> Sorry to say but on the podcast, but, but. those are the things that... I'm just telling you, I'm not necessarily going to grade you. I'm not even going to like sit there with a the note. Is there irony? Is there conflict? These are just things that you will feel mm -hmm. on a good one. You'll feel that irony like, oh, man, that is good. You know, is what you really want to you be hit with. I really enjoyed ones I heard tonight already. Um, this is why I write things down. I've already forgotten <laughs> what they are, but I remember they were good. And so that's where I uh, write them out. So that is all that I'm expecting from you is a log line to pitch. Now, you will, it's totally fine. I might ask you more questions after you've hit me with the log line. That will be a good thing if I ask you questions. That means I like your idea and I'm starting to see it in my mind and I have questions. And again, I want to ask, I want to remind you to be um, flexible because what you present may not be the final, final iteration of what is chosen. Because what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to battle it out and we're going to build, we're going to do yes and on each other's ideas next time. So, uh, you know, like uh, what happened here a little bit where Randy was saying, oh, life of crime to rob banks. Alexi built on that and said, oh, what if it was just my replica replicants that went into crime? And now I got to stop myself, you know, from and they keep duplicating. And every time I duplicate, it turns into someone bad. You know, like I can't do it. Uh, it's a little bit of the movie Gremlins in a way, because um, whenever the Gremlins would get wet, they would replicate um, another movie with replication. But um, it is. Um, that is what I'm expecting from you guys. I want you guys, um, remember some of the other things I said, let me encourage you to come to dig deep and go down to 20 or at least 10 on your own. Cause I would do it with a partner. We'd go to 20, but if you can get to 20 by next week, do it, force yourself to do it. Don't stop at three, go and go and go ideas, ideas. And so, what I will ask you to do though, I'm not gonna ask you to present all 20, but I'll ask you to narrow it down depending on how many people are here next time. I'll decide on that number. 
but probably somewhere in the three to five range and be ready to pitch those idea. Next week, no presentation for me. Literally, or not next week, in two weeks. No presentation for me. Literally, logline battles for an hour and a half is what we're going to do. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear your ideas. Hopefully, I can get a, I'll have to bring a marker from home to make sure that we can write ideas. We'll, we'll gather by the whiteboard. I'm going to start writing down ideas. And uh, if you can help me come up with titles too, that'd be awesome so that I can more easily write it down or whatever. My challenge, those, everyone that's listening, come up with your log lines, dig deep, then narrow it down to your top three or top five, the ones that really blossom is a real way to know if, you've, if you're onto something. Um, also, um, the best way to know if you've got something good is to toss your idea at a stranger, uh, and uh, especially somewhere that, um, it's kind of scary, I don't like talking to strangers, but um, a lot of times at a coffee shop, or um, if you can make small talk with a stranger and then say, you know, I'm, I'm working on writing something, you mind if I pitch it to you? And then you just, you throw that log line at them. Then if they sound interested, then you know you're onto something good because a lot, strangers will be rude <laughs> and they'll be honest with you for the most part. My wife is my most honest person in my life. She will absolutely tell me if an idea sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. So let me leave you guys with some encouragement. Uh, it is fun to do this. and I hope you have fun. Words of encouragement are, we are, you don't have to come with a perfect idea. You just need to come up with ideas because I want this to be a building atmosphere. If you feel like all of my ideas are terrible, please don't present them that way. Please present them like they're awesome. And um, uh, it's very tempting, I do it all the time, to defeat myself before I even stand up, you know, and just say, oh, these, I didn't have time, this idea is terrible, and then present my idea. And uh, not to pick on you, Rob, but you, you did that, and Alexa, you did that too when I asked for your pitch. Oh, no, right, it's already vague. <laughs> What's that? I was right, wasn't I? Yeah, you were right. <laughs> well, but always, always uh, fake it till you make it. Always pretend your idea is great. Um, even if you don't, you got to believe in your heart. So uh, this will be everyone's idea in the end. Everyone that's in the room, it'll be their idea because we're all going to add to it. And so it's, it's a competition, but also not. I won't think any less of you. Please don't think any less of yourself. There's a lot of us in this group, and we're only going to push forward with one. We might narrow it down to just a couple, because there might be some good ones that I can't let go of. And so it'll be, then it'll be a battle of the script, of which script turns out better in that case. I'm OK with that. I'm OK with giving each of you a script, honestly. Um, but I think it might be a little bit challenging. We're only going to shoot one. But that ultimately, but if there's enough good ideas, I don't want to stop. I want to encourage you guys to write them. So anyway, that's my words of encouragement. Do it. Be a part of it. You're going to get out of it whatever you put into it. If you happened upon an ATM machine that every time you put a dollar in, two came out, you would find every dollar you could and you would jam it in there. And that's what we're trying to do here is put one thing in and get two things out. So we're all going to build on it. We're all going to enhance the idea. So let me close with a word of prayer because we're over on time. I'm sorry, 8.07 here in real time.
Ah, all right. Please bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for everything that you give us, Lord. Please uh, bless those of us uh, that are listening to this podcast to have the ultimate power of creativity given to us because, Lord, you are the creator. You created us in your image to be creative. And no matter who we are, we have some of that creativity in us, Lord, because you live in us. Open our minds, open our hearts to you. Help us to be your mouthpiece here through our videos. Help us to be your messenger. And Lord, we ask that you bless this project and bless this church. We love you, Lord. Amen. All right, cool. If you want to pitch, soft pitch any ideas to me now, I'm happy to work with you on those ideas. And uh, I know Corbin, you wrote some other ones if you want, but I'm happy to help you now um, after class because I love talking about story. But thank you very much for coming. And if you have to go, go ahead. <laughs> cool, thanks for coming.